Susan Murray joins us now with a roundup of the latest rural news. And Susan, carpet maker Bremworth is mimicking an icebreaker move from a few years ago. Yes, kia ora, Charlie. The New Zealand wool flooring manufacturer is hoping to boost confidence in the wool sector by offering 10-year contracts for farmer suppliers. Wool prices have been in the doldrums for years. These days it costs more to shear a sheep than the wool's worth. Bremworth Chief Executive Greg Smith says the new contracts will hopefully give generational security to sheep farmers. He says they worked well when he was at the helm of fine wool apparel manufacturer Icebreaker feedback we got from farmers who were at the time still under pressure even in the fine wool industry was that it provided their family a security which they otherwise didn't have on the auction system and that security was bringing their daughters and their sons back to the farm and getting them rethinking what the future could look like and the 10-year contracts provided that for fine wool and so considering the trouble and stress that's going on farm at the moment with huge inflation and and all the legislation that having a 10-year contract could give them the same sort of security albeit at a different level to try and bring these kids back to farm and to keep people farming in general as opposed to choosing to plant trees or shedding sheep. Greg Smith says providing a farmer agreed minimum floor price is expensive for the company, but without quality wool, they have no business. Bremworth uses 3% of New Zealand's wool clip. A convoy of farmers with their tractors and farm machinery is chugging up the country in a bid to drive for change this election. Farmer lobby group Groundswell is hoping to mobilise rural voters in the week before voting starts. The farmers left Invercargill on Friday and will start their trek into the North Island tomorrow, ending in Auckland on October the 1st. Speaking from inside the tractor near Picton this morning, group co-founder Bryce McKenzie says regulations are stacking up for farmers and most are not workable. What it does is it mounts up on the people trying to fulfil them. Farmers don't want to be known as uh, environmental vandals. That's not what it's all about. Most of us are generational farmers and we want to leave our uh, land in as good order as we possibly can for the next generation. It's in our interest to look after it and not believe it. Mr McKenzie says many of the country's food producers are feeling isolated from urban New Zealand. Right now we don't get listened to, so there's nothing worse than not getting listened to. Some of the smaller parties, they say they're farmer-friendly parties because some of them actually realise that how much stress farmers are under and that's still an act in New Zealand first. They are all far more sympathetic than what Labour, Greens and um, the Māori Party have. I mean, they, they, don't, they just won't talk to us about that. They just say, no, what we're doing is right. Bryce McKenzie. When addressing Groundswell's concerns, Minister of Agriculture Damien O'Connor said there's nothing to be gained from burying heads in the sand or silt as severe climate events increase. He added the group's tractors might be better used to help in the clean-up from the flooding. A Cambridge native tree nursery is on a mission to get as many plants as possible to cyclone-hit farmers in Tairawhiti for free. Restore native owner Adam Thompson has set up a give-a-little page called Trees for Tairawhiti. What we're basically doing is if, for every dollar that uh, people donate, we'll get a tree into Tairawhiti. So so normally our trees are $2.50 each, but we've, we've basically discounted the price. We're putting one for one in. And that basically means for a dollar, a tree will get down there. So, so we'll, um, we'll basically match any tree donation by anyone. 
That's pretty massive, hey? What's the support been like so far? Yeah, awesome. I tell you what, I've had my phone's been ringing off the hook. Some awesome messages. Um, some yeah, you can you can tell how hard it's been for, for everyone down there. You know that the news headlines have passed um, for a lot of them, but but you know they're still dealing with the day to day of the impacts of that. So feels really good from our point of view that um, that we can get some trees onto that land and they can look out and, and get a smile on the face. You know. Adam Thompson says they'll fundraise until the end of October, and they're hoping to send twenty thousand trees. Undetected drench resistance is costing farmers nearly $100 million a year. That's the latest figure from Otago company Tekion, which is helping farmers test sheep for parasites. For years, there's been concern that using drench on a routine basis rather than when it's needed is resulting in the parasites developing a resistance to the products. Tekion Managing Director Greg Mirrens says the commonly used triple drenches are now not effective on 20 of New Zealand sheep. What we've seen in the last probably three years, since 2020, 2021, there's been a real hockey stick increase in the amount of drug resistance that we're detecting. And the reason for that is that we've been using combination drugs as sort of the, the core drug for killing parasites in animals. And what's happened, it's been so widely used. What we're seeing is we're seeing that, that failure rate to those triples now starting to fail. So it's, it's a really concerning trend and the numbers will show that I think in 2020 we reported that the trench resistance cost was about $48 million to industry. It's now, it's now 98. Greg, Milliam, Greg Murrams says there are few new drench formulations available, so many farmers are pivoting to different techniques. A lot of them are not new. It's a lot of things like um, cross-grazing cattle and sheep and using specialty feeds and even just knowing when the animals are at risk and when they're not so that we're using a lot more management skills based on data and information than we've ever used before. And although resistance is a real issue, there's no doubt about that, there is a pathway out of that for farmers. It's not the end of the world. They can certainly manage out of it. And in many cases, they, they're um, seeing their production go up and their costs go down. It just takes quite a mindset to move away from this sort of full reliance on just drenching. Greg Miram says if farmers are using drench, it's vital to check that it's actually working. And finally, it's not just New Zealand farmers feeling the pressure of meeting climate commitments. A new survey shows farmers worldwide are bearing the stress and costs of climate change. Bayer commissioned an independent study across eight countries, including Australia, Brazil, China and the US. And more than 70% had seen their incomes drop by 15% in the past two years, and three in four of the 800 participants were worried about climate change, with those in Kenya and India most concerned. And that's the rural news for today. Kuyarate Purongo o Te Taifenua.